reporting on anything we say can and will be held against you in the court of Twitter. Well, so we're, we're doing this survivor pool that you and I are doing. I owe you some money, so tell me how much I have to send you. Right, you want me to explain the genesis of the pool? So, you know, yeah. you were doing your $1,000 circa high stakes contest. I'm interested in a $25, but there's a lot of people in it. It started off with 1,500 people. And the rules of this pool are that you can buy back into the pool for week one, week two, and week three. So technically, I, was it? You could, uh, week four, you can't buy back in. So I picked Denver in week one, I lost. You had lost in uh, with Denver as well in your pool. So that's when I approached you and said, hey, do you want to do it to low stakes buy-in? But there was about 37K. They, it got it up to $60,000, the pool. And now if everyone buys back in, we're up to 74,000 at this point. And if everyone buys back this week, say 100% buyback, we're up to 74. So what some people do in this kind of pool is they take shitty teams the first two, first three weeks. And so even if they, they might get lucky and win, but they just burn them and then they have everything left later. Now, I wouldn't do that because I think you're, when you're doubling your entry fee, you're basically cutting in half your payoff relative to the entry fee. But it is a strategy that people do with these buyback pools. And what you always say is that what looks like a great team today, you save the bills. Now, all of a sudden, Josh Allen has a three-week injury and you're starting Case Keenum. Not the same thing, right? Exactly. And, and my other point was we were talking about this. You know, We were just like having a quick chat about who we're going to pick this week. Why are we doing this without recording it? What's the point of having a football? <laughs> These days, why am I going to the vacation? Why am I having a meal without taking a photo of the food? It's like, if I'm not monetizing my entire life or using it for clout in some way, what is even the point of doing it? So here yeah, we well, are. We're doing a video. This is like just us figuring out who we're going to take in week three. That's well, just, just think about it, though. When you're watching TV, when you're watching Netflix, what's the first thing you do if, if the if the storyline deviates slightly from your interest? You pick up your phone and you start going on social media. You know, you start either, you know, for you, you're probably going on Twitter a lot. But for most people, if I'm watching a show, I'm flipping through TikTok or any, you know, vertical video. So video does TikTok, man. It's just, it's just poison your brain. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's too late. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, in my rave days of the late 90s and early 2000s, my brain was corrupted and polluted anyway. So nothing about like recreational drug use. That's small potatoes. <laughs> We're talking about hardcore. This is hard, permanent damage. But anyway, it's fine. I mean, fair enough. It's probably, you're probably beyond salvage, though. It's true. Yeah. All right. So where we are in this pool is week one. Like I said, Denver eliminated. We can't use them even when you get the mulligan. Uh, so week two, I bought back in. And then we, we pick Green Bay. No sweat. You outline that. So now here we are, week three. Yeah. So my first, so what I do is I, I make my own lines before looking at the lines. And there are only two that I made seven. And one was the Bengals at the Jets. And the other was the Jaguars at Chargers. The Jaguars at Chargers actually, Chargers are actually seven point favorites in real life. But the Bengals were only four and a half. And I think it's creeping up a little bit. But the other, the other ones that are that size are the Colts or, I mean, the Chiefs are six and a half over the Colts and the Eagles are six and a half over the football team. Yeah, I know you say never save teams, but with so many good options, I think a lot of people are going to be on the Chiefs after the Colts, you know, goose egged. We'll see what the pot odds are later in the week. Well, let me, let me take a look. I can take a look right now on um, officefootballpools.com. So as you can see, Chargers are the most used team, 31, almost 32% than the Chiefs. Those are the only two that matter. Once you're dealing with like 9.4 versus three versus five, that makes no difference mm -hmm. in terms of usage. Even 31 and 27 aren't so big that if they go down, you're like, oh, we just fast forward to the end of the pool. That's just, it, it does help. But it, you know, when, it, when you start to get to like 40%, you start to really start to move the pot odds. 
So this one's borderline. What if you like the Chiefs and Chargers much better than the other choices, you would stick with them. But if it was close, you might pivot. So as I said, like so, I I make my own lines, and the two seven point ones I made were the Bengals at the Jets. I don't see and the Bengals on here. Are the Bengals? Oh yeah, okay, 8%, eight percent, number five, yeah, eight and a half percent. And then the other one made seven is seven, which is the Chargers. So mm-hmm. my choice would be the Bengals. I think the Super Bowl hangover is real, and I think that the offensive line is really a problem for them and right. and it's hurt burrow and if burrow gets hurt like early on you're like oh shit and he's been like close to getting hurt right but they're really gonna go zero and three and lose to the jets the jets just won like such a lucky game last week they're just so lucky to be one-on-one they're happy to be alive i think the Bengals put the screws to them this week that was a very un-jets like thing that happened last week wasn't it i mean oh. that Totally. Yeah. That yeah. Only insane. the Browns negative juju. It was worse than the than the Jets. Oh yeah. It was. It was ridiculous. I mean, it, yeah. you know, it was just pure luck. But I like fading a team that got won based on just pure luck. So I, I'm a little worried about the Super, the Super Bowl hangover every year. Yeah. Even the Chiefs last year, they made the playoffs, but they struggled a bunch last year. They weren't the one seed. You know, the year before the Niners didn't even make the playoffs, and this year the Bengals are 0 2. I think that's real, but even so. I just got to think Burrow and those guys get it done against the Jets while yeah. they're desperate. And this is a good time too. I mean, you know, the they're they're both the top choices are below forty percent, but you add them together, and they're you know almost sixty percent, right? So if we're going to fade the top two, I know that's not the correct way to think about it. Well, because you need two independent events to happen, but right. they, it could happen. I mean, you're right. There's two big teams, and is, and here's the other thing: the chance that one of them loses is high, right? Because seven seven points is about seventy three percent ish so it's like 27 percent chance that either of these teams lose 30 in the chief's case so if you have a 70 percent chance to win and the other team has a you know 70 percent chance to win on average that's 49 percent that they both win so there's a 50 percent chance that one of those top two teams loses and also so you're going to lose you know a good chunk of the pool with one of those there's a you know 50 percent chance and also remember the doctor working on Justin Herbert's ribs is the same guy that that took out Tyrod Taylor. I mean, right. this guy's right. you know anything could happen. I mean, he seriously. I don't know if he's a lock to play, and I'm. I don't think that. I think there's a good chance he's a uh, he's going to play it compromised this game. Totally. I mean, there he had a play on the last drive where he was scrambling. Now it was a Thursday, so they have a few extra days. But he was green in front of him, and he's a good runner. And he just stopped and like threw the ball at someone's feet. He just couldn't. He couldn't do it, and, you know, that's part of his game. So, yeah. so I, I agree. Yeah, the Bengals, the only thing that makes me nervous is that the Jets could beat anybody right now. I mean, you know, and the Bengals are just down, but that's why people are going to fade them too because the Bengals look like this uh, shell of, you know, the Super Bowl hangover shell of their former self. The, the other team that, you know, I put in as a placeholder, and by the way, what do you think the psychology of placeholders is? You know, my wife last week put in the Browns in her entry and then refused to change it because of like, you know, like they would say on the SATs, never change your answer. I told that it's nonsense. Well, I just changed my answer on my Portuguese exam, my language exam, to get my passport. <laughs> and I found out because this guy, who a friend of mine, I didn't realize was in the, taking the same test. He's Brazilian. I mean, he speaks it. He's actually British, but he lived in Brazil and he speaks fluently. And I said, oh, was, was that one, the first one, the laundry or the clothing shop? You got to say like where this conversation is occurring. And I got the other ones, but I was like, I heard clothing, like different items of clothing. I was like, I don't know. Maybe that's the, actually the laundry. So I switched it. And it said, no, no, no. You had it right the first time. Uh, so I, he said, you should always stay with your first one. But we'll see if I pass. It'd be embarrassing if I didn't pass. I think I passed barely. But anyway, the point is that was an embarrassing exam, by the way. When do you but, find uh, out the results? Like two months. Oh. Um, and it'll take like a year to get the passport. But I'll be a Portuguese citizen if I, I'll get a passport if I 
if you know if I pass. So point is that yeah, usually you stick with it, but it is very dangerous, and it happens. And also, just not just to stick with it, but it's also just like there's a bias against I had it right and I blew it. Mm. Is worse than what you're hoping for, which is I had it wrong and I saved myself. It's like you're more afraid of losing something that you already have than you are winning something that you don't have. It's just human psychology. It's known that people are risk averse. So same, I think the placeholder is uh, a bad idea. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Okay. That fair enough. And I same, had Denver too. If week one, I, I like preliminarily like was like Denver's my team. Denver's my team. And I sort of was going to take the Ravens, but I was like, nah, the, the lines are the same. I'm like, my first instinct was Denver. Don't overthink it. And I'd still be alive if I had switched it. Yeah. And also it's just the, you know, the internet not working thing on Sunday. That's why I put the placeholder in. Hey, let me just have something in there. So I'm not dead, you know, just in case. But obviously if your internet doesn't work, your phone data works. It's a silly argument. And Um, I can still log in, you know, I mean, like we should have like some, if, you know, it's only worth 25 bucks or 50 bucks now. But it's not. If if we start to get to like a thousand or 2000, as we get deeper in, we'll have a a protocol that'll be like, okay, if you don't hear from me by this time, (laughs) you just send any pick in that you want. Like, because that means I die or I even the hospital or something, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, like you're talking about as we get towards like week seven, week eight, and, and you know, there's only 500 people left or something yeah. like that. 10 okay. people left. You know, we got to we got to have a protocol. OK, I like it. All right. So the only other, you know, team that I was even thinking of was Minnesota coming off the loss. But Detroit's dangerous. They're legitimate. Like, can uh-huh. win any, yeah, so very dangerous. And Minnesota's yeah. soft. I mean, that seems soft. They yeah. got worked this this past week. The other thing is, you know, it's week three. We could buy back. So if you wanted to. If there's any like lesser team that you feel good about, like, uh, you know, you, you said it right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you look, if you look through the slate, uh, I mean, if you want to do the whole crappy team thing, Seattle and Atlanta, but that's a crap shoot, right? I mean, you're not going to feel comfortable with either one of those knowing you can buy back and then just take a 50% chance of getting through there. I mean, Atlanta's favored by less than a field goal. So you can burn one of those teams. That would be, you know, that the play that you talked about uh, earlier with just burn a bad team. I mean, it's crazy. Like, I like the Panthers to beat the Saints, but that's just insane. They take an underdog where, like, the book is saying it's 40%. That, uh, you just, that's a money line gambling. Yeah, I just bet a money line. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Or I'm just going to take them with the spread probably in my super mm-hmm. contest. There's nothing that's like – there's no team that's like a three-point favorite that should be a six in my mind. That's Ravens? What you would, that, no, yeah. I, I actually think that's kind of – I might, I would maybe take the pay. I, I'm not going to bet that game, like, you know, for my super contest, but Bears but I, favorites I, at home against Houston. I would like Houston in that, actually. Me too. Me too. That's my point. Yeah. So, so you, like, I, so I, you don't want to take the dog and the Giants. Like, I like Dable, but I think the Cowboys defense is good and Cooper Rush mm-hmm. isn't that bad. So I don't really love that. It comes down to this. It comes down uh, the Rams are on the road in Arizona. And the Rams are not a team you want to burn up anyway, right? It's not really, yeah. it's a team you probably so, want to save. So it really comes down to Cincinnati for all the reasons you stated, or if you want to play that game where you take a, a 50-50 shot on a crappy team, it's Atlanta and Seattle. Seattle would be the choice, I think, because they're home uh, against Atlanta. Now you've used the you know the 30th best team in the league. Yeah, and the thing is you only need to get through 18 weeks, right? So you don't need to ever use the 30th best team. So if you're like, oh, look, I use the 30th best team. It's like, yeah, but I'm never going to have to use them. But... <laughs> and- now you can use the save the Bengals, though, is what I'm saying. And you know what I'm saying? So it's not like you're just using, you're never going to have to use Seattle. It's that you now have the Bengals for when they get the offensive line issues solved. That's the opportunity. If, I mean, what else I could have is Burrow gets hurt. 
I actually think that for this week, we don't have to sweat it much because we can buy back. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, who cares? It's like, what, 25 bucks, right? So, yep. like, so yep. I mean, from a math perspective, it totally does matter. Like you're getting just half the odds if you double your down payment. But I don't know. I'll, I would take the Bengals. I, I don't really save teams. and I'm with you. And, so I don't right. want to buy back. I want to win with this. No, entry. I don't want to buy back. Yeah, it's not the Spunky yeah. buys back. And you already bought back. <laughs> yeah, all right. Really so, doesn't buy back. Well, real man, real man just, yeah, that's true. That's true. Real man just, just muscles his way into the tournament and tells the guy he's not going to pay. Yeah, that's right. Just, yeah. Takes, just takes the money. <laughs> and this guy also runs a $100 version of the same pool too. But we missed, you know, you can't just come in and week two. You have to. Uh, you have to buy back. You have to be in already to buy back. You have back. to be in already on the 100 Why? It's just be like, just buy back. Right. But, you know, the whole thing is that but you haven't you, burned uh, a team. So right. I can just be like week three and be like, oh, I got no teams burnt. But that, that's the same. You should have to buy back double, I guess, if you did that, like pay the full. Because then you'd be like, because you could just do the same thing and be like, okay, I'll use the, the Texans, then the Jets. Right. You know, you always got to use the Jets if you're going to do that strategy, right? Right. Yeah. It clearly, oh, that's too soon. Too soon. Yeah. QB1. Yeah. By the way, Flacco hasn't looked that bad. So, no. you know. QB1, everybody's happy. QB1 gets to do what he's best at, and Flacco gets to play, you know? That's right. How much uh, fab would you put on um, Garrett Wilson this week? And, you know, if if he was available, like in the NFFC, for example? I mean, if I need a wide receiver, probably like 50% of my budget, 55%. You won't get him in a lot of leagues. Really? You won't get him. Yeah. You got it. He went 87 in the 14 teamer I'm in. And I would. Yeah, but that's not NFFC. Like those those other leagues, like those Yahoo things and stuff, like, you just blow your fab and first come first serve it, right? But in in the NFFC, like you need you that save. fab. It might you might be right. It could be seven hundred. It's just like. so rare that a wide receiver comes off waivers. That's an every week starter. And if we were re ranking the, you know, we were redrafting today. I think it's you could say Garrett Wilson would probably go ahead of Elijah Moore if we drafted today. Oh, he would, and that's very troubling for me. But it's just one week. He would go ahead of Elijah Moore because it was a, a impressive it's week. Two weeks at this point. It's with the with the tar- dominant targets. I'm just looking. Yeah, right but now. you look at the first week. Wilson didn't do much, and you get you get the second week production, and it's impressive. And obviously, like since he's a rookie, like you, you can write off the first week in a way. Like okay, he just wasn't really in sync. But they're gonna have a different quarterback who's played with more before, and right. Wilson may start getting the doubles and more maybe in the slot, like getting easy. You know, things things adjust. So I wouldn't get it. I think Wilson would go in like the sixth or the seventh yeah. and Elijah would go in like the seventh or the eighth. He'd be ahead of him, but not by that much. Right. So you're talking about, I, I just, let's equate it to like where they would get drafted, right? Where do you think Wilson gets drafted if we redraft seventh well, round? Well, earlier only because it just happened. So if he, if he has like a four for 52 again this week, it would be lower. But if we drafted today, right now, prob- Right now, he would go right where like Darnell Mooney was going. All those guys, like not Darnell Mooney, he was the definite number one Darnell Mooney who had done it for a season. I I think I think he would go where like Tyler Lockett was going. No, Tyler Lockett was going like eight. Yes, I think he would go in the fourth or fifth round. I'm telling. Who was going in the seventh? It was like Tony was going in the seventh. Tony, what a Tony, Alan Lazard, uh, Ayuk would drip there sometimes. You know, those guys would be sixth, seventh. You think he'd be sixth now? I think he'd go fifth. I think people are like, oh, wait, this is this year's uh, break. Again, just the psychology of drafters. Not saying what you would do or what the the What it should be. Yeah, you're just saying where he would go. Would go because it just happened. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it, man. But there is. Yeah, you're right. I mean, guys like Judy were going and Juju were going and those guys Mm -hmm. are not looking very good. And and so where would Amon Ross St. Brown go? He'd go in like late one, early two. That's what I was saying. And I blew, I blew it. You know, like, so in my prime time, I had 
Barkley with one, which looks fine, even though he's a modest eight last week. He still got tons of work. He looks really mm -hmm. good. And I took AJ Brown in round two, which looks fine, even though a little disappointing last week. And round three, I took ETN, who would go in like round eight right now. And I liked Amon Ross and Brown by draft day, but I got wedded to ADP. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to take a guy who's the favorite guy of mine in this range. But why not just take Amon Ra there? If I'm sold on him and he's, in, you know, and he's a, you know, the number one receiver, just take him in early round three. If I take him, now I'm cooking with gas. But I took Travis Etienne, and now yeah. that team's one and one, and it's like an average team. And it's, it's just it was stupid. He yeah, I know you're not a big hard knocks guy, but this is one where hard knocks was correct. He they were featuring him as like this dominant alpha in hard knocks, and that certainly pushed him up. But it's so far so good. Not and enough. Once you see it, and you're like, oh, well, he, yeah, of course they're going to keep doing what they did last year. It's like, why wasn't this known? Like, why didn't I just do it? I don't know. It just you, 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 yeah. you. I think I'm independent of ADP, and then I like him. The other, oh, here's the other guy. I was going to take Hertz in set in six and pair him with AJ Brown. I was like, no, no, no quarterbacks are dropping. But I was like, I'll pair him with AJ Brown. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to reach for him if he comes to round seven. And he didn't. And now, who did I get in round six? Ramondre, right? That's what I pass apart. So now I'd be like, yeah. So when I reached half a round for him and, and, I, and I got him, and I'd be a great stack to have too. So yeah. I mean, that I happened to me in the beat Chris list three. That happened to me. I felt bad that I reached for Lamar. Now I'm happier than ever. You know, Dude, I mean, you're, your team's doing great in that. Yeah, just because, again, because that guy on the end who went double quarterback forced my hand with Lamar. <laughs> panicked so. you. You panicked like a nutless yeah. monkey, and it, it was good. It was Once the right in a while, thing. it works. Yep. All right. Yeah. So Cincinnati's the pick. I'm putting it in. Should anything change? And you have access. I sent you all the access. If uh, you know, if you don't hear from me, if you don't confirm on Saturday, okay. well, it's going to be in there. And Joe Burrow's I'm, ruled I'm, out. I'm, I'm not worried about it unless we get to like where it's worth. Once we cross the $1,000 threshold of value, you know, and, and people just realize like it's the total amount of money divided by the number of people left. That's how much your, your entry is now hey, worth. Who can't use another third? I mean, if it's 70K, who can't use another 35K? Oh, I can use 35K, of course. Right. You can make I mean, yourself a proper podcast studio with 35K. You can turn that whole thing into like oh, a sound. Yeah, nah, I just get some Bitcoin. Fuck it. I, why would I lose <laughs> money on this? Yeah. Excellent. All right. Good luck to us. All right, man. Let's do it.